Coming to you from Helping Our Music Evolve in Nashville, this is the Quinn Spin. Hey now! And welcome once again, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, one and all, to a brand new edition of the Quinn Spin. I'm your host, the Quinn. I'm back here at Helping Our Music Evolve in beautiful East Nashville, the heart of Music City. Tennessee, and I am fortunate to be joined by a very special guest today, but first want to tell you about our opening theme song, that is Rebel 9's All I've Become has been our opening theme song since 2014, and probably will be until the end of time. Anyway, as for that guest, I promise you, it's Treva Bloomquist. She is a singer-songwriter from Seattle originally, now based here in Nashville, and has a new Record Snakes and Saints coming out at the end of July, and we are so excited to have Treva join us here today. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me. So happy to have you on, and now I'm going to give you a chance to cover what I missed by asking you the three standard questions I ask every guest of the show, those being, who are you, what do you do, and why on earth would you want to come on The Quinn Spin? Well, hi. My name is Treva Bloomquist. And I'm a singer-songwriter, among many other things. Um, and it is just, it's so good to be outside of my house right now. Yes. To be somewhere else and to be um, in good company talking about music. So I'm just, thank you for having me. I agree with so all those good. points. Absolutely. <laughs> thank you for coming on. It's good to be out of my house, too. I'm in pretty much my second house. I'm either here or there, usually. So, But it's good to have options, you know, and not just be confined to one space. You know, it seems like we're slowly but surely opening up here in Nashville, cautiously. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's nonetheless. Which is good. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, it's good to kind of strike that balance for, mm-hmm. you know, we don't want to dive into the deep end too quickly but anyway we'll probably talk more about all that stuff later but i want to talk about you and your music so let's start from the beginning as i mentioned you're from seattle originally and so go as far back as you want and tell us about some formative experiences influences that helped shape you on your creative path and made you decide to embark upon it yeah um well i have um i've claimed seattle because i'm actually from a really small town called chehalis washington Mm -hmm. that majority of people have never heard of and uh, when i first moved to tennessee i would say i'm from washington and people would think washington dc right so then i started saying chehalis and then that made people way more confused (laughs) so then i started saying seattle and that that went that worked okay Mm -hmm. (laughs) so I'm actually from a tiny town called Chehalis Washington um and uh growing up there I did a lot of singing in church and um it's just a small community um I decided I wanted to pursue music and so I um I went to MTSU Mm -hmm. um and I studied vocal performance and um minored in music industry Loved that. Met a lot of great people there. Mm. Um, And that was what brought me here to Nashville, Mm -hmm. um, to Murfreesboro, but to Nashville. So was there a moment in particular that made you decide, like, I am doing this. I am pursuing music. I'm giving this all I've got. Oh, um, gosh. I think it's just something I couldn't shake. I don't, I, I can't think of a specific moment that's like this was a pivotal moment for me I think it's just in all of the things that I do and get to do and um, music is just something I've always come back to and always just loved Um, and I just always I I just have kept wanting to do more and more and more 
I don't know if there's a defining music. I don't know if that's a good answer. (laughs) No, that's great. That's great. You know, I I think for a lot of people, it is like this accumulation of a lot of little moments. You know, Mm -hmm. some people do have that light bulb and some are just like, you know what? It's just all I've ever known. It's all I've ever wanted to do. And they could point to any one of a thousand things, right, that, you know, made them want to do it. And each one's as valid as the next, right? So, you know, it depends on who you are and where you came from and what your experience has been like yeah kind of coming into this coming from a small town um i i wasn't i wasn't necessarily encouraged to choose music as a profession right um because it's just not something that happens there right right. (laughs) a lot there um so um so that's probably a factor in it too that Mm -hmm. it's just something that i just kept not being able to shake and being like no i gotta do music no, I got to do music, you know, maybe you could teach. Okay. No, I got to do music. <laughs> <laughs> it was just this thing in the back of your mind, always like, that's, 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 that's the end game. That's yeah. where I'm going to go. Yeah. yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, it's going very well for you. So congratulations. You. And so coming from such a small town to coming to Music City, literally, you learn so much about the industry. You meet so mm. many people and, you know, for you having been here a little while now, I'm just curious to know any lessons that you've learned along the way that you think are really important as somebody who is just starting out or somebody coming from a similar place, a small town, you know, off the radar. Yeah. Um, Nashville, I feel like is a very welcoming place. Mm -hmm. Um, I think a lot of people have come here from other places. And so when they meet other folks from Mm -hmm. other places, um, I actually I have only a few friends who are from Nashville and I we lovingly say you're like a unicorn because there's not a lot of you uh-huh. you know yeah um, I think coming here to Nashville I've learned um, that community is important mm-hmm. um, I've been welcomed by others mm-hmm. and um, and gotten to welcome other new people um, community is important and we we need each other absolutely um, I've learned a lot about the music biz there's a lot of people that um there there are a lot of people that want to take you for a ride Mm -hmm. and there are a lot of others that don't right so i think it's just um it's not all roses right but it's still worth doing absolutely i I think nothing ever (laughs) is all roses right so there is this sense of having to come here and break things and find your way but there are so many good people that you know it's not to say that it's easy to do that but there is everyone has a tribe that they can find here absolutely you know and to your earlier point you know everyone for the most part came here from somewhere else Right. Mm-hmm. So we all know what it's like. Mm-hmm. We all know what it's like to be that new person in town to, you know, be at the very beginning of finding our way. And fortunately, you know, I think most of the people, if not all I've talked to, do have those people that help them along their way who mm-hmm. kind of pulled them along and said, hey, let me introduce you to this person. Let me introduce you to this opportunity. Mm-hmm. And there's just such a great sharing of resources, sharing of knowledge, just camaraderie here that I haven't seen really anywhere else. Me neither. It's um, it's like an epicenter, and it's not just music makers. It's also just music lovers. Mm-hmm. And so when you get to combine those, when you get to combine all of us together, it's just it's like a 
very happy family. One hundred percent. Yeah. Everyone has their role, and a lot of people nowadays, yeah. especially you know, with the advent of, you know, digital marketing, you know, taking the shape that it has over the years. You know, we all have different skills and we all can contribute different things to the pot and help each other out. You know, mm-hmm. somebody might produce one track and then, you know, go out and put their own music out as a performer. You know, mm-hmm. somebody might be a photographer, gra- graphic designer, videographer, like have all these skills in one, you know. And I think when we combine all of those things together, you know, all those skills and all those passions together, we have a special community like this as a result. Yeah. We're going to switch gears here a little bit and we're going to talk about the album now we're going to talk about snakes and saints which is out july 31st now the interesting thing to me about this is sound wise it's such a departure from your earlier work because you were in the americana sphere for a while and so this of course is more of a pop record and so Mm -hmm. my first question is what made this the time for you to venture away from americana where you had been for a while Mm -hmm. into this new territory sonically Um, it's a good question. Um, and I actually, um, I thought about it a lot before doing it. Mm -hmm. Um, I had met, um, I had met Brandon. He's a good friend of mine Mm -hmm. and he produced the record and he introduced me to his friend Nathan. Mm -hmm. And, um, I wasn't really like itching to make a record. We were just hanging out Mm -hmm. and making music and that's the Nashville way, right? right? We're just hanging out. Um, and so we, um, we just started playing music and um and then this this is the sound that was coming out and i think i think something that's interesting about i mean like switching to pop from americana um as as a singer songwriter as an artist the producers that you pick for whatever your work is they're they have a lot of um they have a lot of sway in what that final product is gonna sound like right. the, the people, the actual mm-hmm. people involved, right. um, and so we were just we were having a lot of fun, mm-hmm. and I was getting these, um, you know, I'm like listening to the songs, and I'm like, this is way cool. It's so different mm-hmm. than what I, you know, can I pull this off? I, I remember talking to my husband and being like, am I cool enough <laughs> to like be pop like you know it just Mm -hmm. it the I I love what we were making and um and so then um finally basically just was like you know we're making stuff that I like like I don't understand why I shouldn't pursue that right and why I should make myself stay the same I think it's Madonna who's talking about it's the uh, being an artist is constantly reinventing yourself mm-hmm. and um so i i'm i didn't do that on purpose it just kind of happened mm-hmm. um, because of the beauty of nashville and the beauty of just um the friends that i was making and and the, the fun that we were having <laughs> right right was it scary though because you know i once your listeners once your fans get used to one thing you know to give them something completely different like what has the reception been like so far for the singles that are out yeah, it's been good. It's been good. No one has, um, yeah, nobody's, um, to my face, no one said anything <laughs> negative. <laughs> well, that's good. We'll, we'll take that. We'll just, you know, chalk that up as a win. Yeah. Uh, no, I think it's been good. Um, I I still play acoustic a lot. Mm-hmm. And with quarantine, I've been doing like <clears throat> live stuff on Facebook and yeah. things. And um 
And so I that's still acoustic me, which yeah. is still feels very much like what I've always been. Right. So um, I think in a way it's really cool to be able to um, give that side of a song and then also the fully produced <clears throat> side of yeah. that song. So um, for me, if it's a good song, we can play it in whatever genre that we want and mm-hmm. it'll still it'll still reach you and sound good. Yeah, and there is something <laughs> at the core of the songs, you know, whether it's this album, whether it's The Risk and the Gift, the previous one, where there's that authentic storytelling. Like you can like even though the sounds are so different, like there's definitely this sense of you in it. And that, you know, Thanks. I think is the mark of any artist, you know, who indoors and has longevity is they're able to switch things up they're able to give their fans something different every time but Mm -hmm. there's still just that common thread of this is this artist this is why i love this artist you know it goes beyond necessarily a particular sound but it's more of this vibe this sensibility Mm -hmm. that you have and for you you know there's such an authentic you know storytelling this you know truth behind your music and your songwriting that is definitely still there well, thank you. Thanks. That's um, that was kind of the hope was that we could um, when I don't know if I said uh, Brandon Owens and Nathan Johnson are the two guys that produced this record and played most of the stuff. And that was kind of the hope when we were talking is that we could maintain the authenticity of the songs, mm-hmm. um, but give them this new, fresh kind of sound. Right. So. And I'm glad that that's what came across. <laughs> Absolutely. 100%. You know, and again, for anyone listening out there who hasn't listened to Treva before, go back and listen through the whole catalog. You know, find some really good stuff there. And hopefully you'll also hear and see that common thread. I, I It's there for me. You know, it's definitely yes. there for me as a listener. You know, just like that sense of true storytelling, you yeah. know, so carried over now to this new sound. And speaking of new, there's a new single coming out as of the release of this episode this Friday, mm-hmm. Secret. The Secret will be out this, this Friday, July 3rd. Everyone will know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us a little bit about the single. Um. Yeah, I'm excited. Um. I, I yeah, this is one of my more favorite songs on the, on the record. Um, Secret is about, um. Just I, I tend to feel a lot like I don't have the answers and secret is basically saying that the thing is, is that you don't <laughs> <laughs> and you feel like that. I feel like that. I'll use an I statement mm-hmm. that I feel like that. And that's OK, because a lot of people feel like that. Right. And we're just going for it mm-hmm. anyway. Nobody really knows what we're doing and mm-hmm. um, we're just going to go for it. Yeah. Well, that's where the magic is, right? Mm-hmm. And just like exploring the stuff you don't know, mm-hmm. maybe making a mistake or two. Oh, and, yeah. Definitely. You know, how are you going to grow if you don't make mistakes? How are you going to grow if there's not challenge along the way? Yeah, definitely making mistakes. Mm-hmm. I think we all, like, on a, all of us on a creative path at one point or another have gone in one direction, had it maybe not work out the way we wanted, but we, we learned from that, right? And we adapted oh, yeah. to that. Oh, yeah. You know, so I think important message there in secret that people can hear this Friday, July 3rd, 2020. Make sure you check that out. Now, as for the rest of Snakes and Saints, you mentioned Secret as a favorite moment. So what are some mm-hmm. of your other favorite moments here on the record? Oh, so many. Um, the first track on the record is called Strong, and that one is a favorite of, of mine, too. Um, and it's just about um, 
refinding yourself, Mm -hmm. I guess, and realizing that you're strong, regardless of what other people have done or said, that those things aren't what defines you. Um, I, yeah, I like that one. Um, Can I say that? Can I say I like my song? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Oh, um, yeah. Um, I, I love the, the final track Mm -hmm. too. Um, it's called gift Mm -hmm. and, um, it's a conversation with God, Mm -hmm. um, just about how, um, feeling like, um, feeling like almost like I've broken the life that I was given Mm -hmm. and I'm not sure what to do with it. Right. Um, but then coming to a place of saying that it's not actually broken, like, God just wants to be in it with me. Mm-hmm. And which also goes back to what we're talking about before about just making mistakes and it's mm-hmm. okay. It's, it doesn't mean that you're broken. It's just a mistake mm-hmm. and you're, you can still keep going. Um, but specifically with the gift, um, when uh, we were, we were recording it and um, the guys were producing it. And I remember coming in and um, Nathan played, played it for me and at the end he just orchestrated this beautiful uh, little blip mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and it just like it it makes me it made me cry because I just it was like the perfect just ending to and I we didn't know that that would was going to be the last song or anything but after that it was just it, yeah so it's it's a beautiful ending <laughs> all right well you'll be able to check that out in full Snakes and Saints will be out July 31st, also a Friday, the last Friday of July, as a matter of fact. And now, as far as future plans go, now, I have to preface this in this strange year of 2020 we're in with nobody really knows what their future plans are right? because of COVID, you know, as far as going out on tour. I mean, you know, we're seeing festivals scheduled for later this summer and fall now being pushed out to yeah. 2021, canceled outright. But what would you like to do upon the release of the album to get the work out there? Or maybe what do you have planned? Yeah, I, I did have some shows booked for September and they've all been canceled. Mm-hmm. Um, they were all canceled a long time ago. Yeah. So um, I'm not sure. I um, I would love to be playing some live shows for live people yeah. in the same space as the people. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, it's just uncertain right now. Yeah. Um, so I, I will be doing more live um like Facebook lives and Instagram lives and maybe a YouTube live live. Um, so I'll be doing some more of those. I'd like to do some shows, but we just, yeah, I just have to see. Yeah. Uh, we just have to see. I'd love to do a release show. Um, I'm currently working on um, <clears throat> some, just some radio, um, just trying to spread the album out with radio. So, yeah. Um, I think in this time, you know, we're all in that boat where we're all just doing whatever we can. Right. We, as of this recording, uh, and we're in the middle of June to break the fourth wall for a moment when we're recording this, you know, like live music starting to trickle back here in Nashville and in certain areas and scenarios across the country. But like, imagine trying to pack out like exit in right now or the five spot, like that's still not back to where it is. And we don't quite know when we're going to be going into these later phases of reopening to where it will be. We also don't know as of this recording, what's going to happen when we do. So right. to really make plans, I mean, you're talking, you know, probably the fall, even into 2021 before you can really know like, okay, yeah, when 
will we be able to plan to get back out there consistently? You know, it's such a strange time, I think, for all of us right now. It's such a strange time. It, yeah, it really, it really is. Um, It really is. But we're all in it together. Yeah. So. We'll all get through it. And we're all finding ways to adapt. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, um, the, when the pandemic, um, when everyone started voluntarily staying home, Mm -hmm. um, that was right when I was trying to get all my stuff together for planning the release. And so I still had music videos to make and I was like, Oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Um, but I think that there's also this thing where it, um, we're forced to think outside of the box. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like there's a lot of things that have happened um, that, you know, like I, I know I, I doodled, I doodled on a, uh, and I made my own lyric video for one of the songs, which is something I never would have even thought to do or tried to do Oh yeah. prior to, but mm-hmm. I had zero, I had no options. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, just little things that are like, well, I'm going to, I'm going to try this yeah, because <laughs> this is what I can do right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's like a little more like forgiveness for the things that we try in this, in mm-hmm. this time. Like everyone knows that we're all trying new things. We're venturing into territory we haven't ventured into before, mm-hmm. you know, on our end, like, you know, once everything locked down, it's like, well, we have to keep some kind of live music going somehow. Yeah. So the live stream thing, you know, really, I mean, not just for UMC, but just in general came to prominence. And there was a lot of, especially in the beginning, experimentation and getting mm-hmm. a formula down. There still is. I'm not saying there's not. But, <clears throat> you know, you'll learn as you go. You know, you, you get disconnected a couple times before you figure right. out what the issue is. Right. You know, or, or the camera sideways and you don't quite know why, like, depending on the platform you're using. But right. there is just this understanding of, yeah, we're all just kind of trying it right now. You know, we all have to adapt because this is unprecedented in all of our lifetimes like nobody is used to this situation that we've been dealt the past few months yeah no one's done this before right (laughs) nobody i've never done this before and so you've never done this certainly yeah certainly not in this modern world either i mean the last pandemic that really shut things down was 1918 yeah uh and that you know that was a totally different world a hundred or so years ago than we're living in right now but because of that, we also do have things at our disposal that those folks back then would have never even dreamed of having. Oh, for sure. I mean, the fact that technology is what it is, and even just that the word can be spread in that way so that it's not, I mean, we're spreading the news about the pandemic through devices where we don't even have to be together to catch it, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is, it's remarkable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's incredible. Like... And, and the thing is, like, you don't realize that, you know, when the world's humming on all cylinders and you like, you know, these gradual incremental improvements to technology and social media and all, all the digital stuff like are being made. But when that's all you have, you know, you stop taking it for granted so much. And it's like, oh, wow, this is actually pretty incredible that we can mm-hmm. even do this. And how lucky because without it, like, how would musicians be making money if they can't have oh, that yeah. virtual tip jar? Yeah. You know, they can't have their music available online. Yeah. You know, like. And and there's, it's hard for a lot of, I mean, Hollywood's not able to create new content. Mm-hmm. Not that that's what all the world needs or anything, but we do consume a lot of content. Yeah. And I think it's been really cool as a musician to be like, oh, I can create content mm-hmm. that people want. 
Oh, and yeah. that's kind of a cool thing in this in this space where there's a lot of artists creating creating content right now that are that is not Hollywood and is not as mainstream. Yeah. Which is very cool. Yeah. Even, you know, even beyond musicians, Kevin James, you know, and his YouTube channel now, like that's really caught fire. And it's just there was one, the Couch X one that he did where it's literally this two minute slow motion video of him trying to get off the couch and grab the remote. And it's just <laughs> like, you know, in this day and age, like we just need something to laugh at. Yes. Right. And yes, we do. You know, people are giving it, musicians are giving us that. Yeah. Um, Kelly Jean, who's our guest next week on the show. She and her band did like this Tiger King parody video they put out on YouTube because, <laughs> hey, we all live in the same house. We can all be together. Why not just do something? Like it was right when the show or the doc, whatever that is. I haven't watched it. I don't really want to. But the idea behind it is, you know, Tiger King was getting big. So it's like, hey, why don't we just like make yeah. this parody, you know, and kind of tie it to the band? That's smart. Yeah. I'll have to go find it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> and of course, Kelly Jean joining us next week on the show. We actually recorded that one this past weekend, but we're here, of course, with Treva Bloomquist. And Treva, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. It's a delight. Absolutely. <laughs> Welcome back anytime. And of Thanks. course, Snakes and Saints will be out July 31st. The new single, Secret, out this Friday, July 3rd. So make sure you pick that up. Now, before... I let you go. And before I do all my sign off stuff, I'm going to give you a chance to tell people where they can learn more about you. Oh, yes. Um, my website is trevamusic.com, <clears throat> T-R-E-V-A music. Um, and I've got um, I've got a bunch of pre-sale. Um, I've got vinyl and T-shirts and some posters and things. So I would love, um, yeah, I would love to sell some of those. <laughs> <laughs> of course. I'd love for people to check those out. And um, I'm on Facebook and Instagram. I like Instagram a lot. Me um, too. Yeah. Um, I'm on the other places too, but not as much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> YouTube. I, I think we all have like two or three that we gravitate toward and then the others. It's like, oh yeah, I need to post something there this week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I get that. I yeah. get that. Well, Treva, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. And everyone out there, make sure you support Treva, support all of your artists out there. Again, unprecedented times, but it also gives us a chance to create and consume like we never have before. Mm -hmm. So thank you so much. Absolutely. This has been the Quinn spin two ends in Quinn two ends in spin. You can find us on Spotify, anchor, stitcher, Apple, podcast google podcast and more i say and more because i don't remember what the other ones are but i'm glad to be there anyway you can also learn more about us on facebook instagram twitter as well as at undergroundmusiccollective.com that's our central hub you can learn more about umc on all the socials as well and you can follow the umc 20 spotify playlist make sure as i mentioned you tune in next week we have episodes back to back and back to back weeks just because i felt generous and like giving you extra content kelly jean joining us we're going to hear a little bit about that tiger king thing i believe on the show and of course her music and what she's been up to here in these times of covid19 make sure you join us for that and make sure you tune in here right now to the mad sugars we want the night it's our closing theme song i'm gonna let that one do its job i'll see you next week hey now <laughs> Says I should leave this all behind Can't be treading water at
at 25 Paychecks here, not much left over for me But I'll call up my friends and we'll hit the streets Work so long, almost forgot how to play We'll raise our voices now and no one Tell me what the night brings down 